Hey guys, before we jump in, I want to invite you to follow me on socials. You can follow me on Twitter at what I will say pod, on Instagram at what I will say, also on TikTok at what I will say, and of course, what I will say.tumblr.com will take you to my blog where you can keep up with my day to day pop culture takes. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Just search what I will say to access hours upon hours of bonus content, our secret community Discord, and so much more. Or if the Patreon is not for you, you can give us a five star rating and a good review, or even just tell a friend about the show. All of those things help us out a lot. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Well, everybody, welcome back to What I Will Say. Welcome back to the Special Listener Appreciation Week, a week we put together just to show you guys how much we appreciate you. This is Cam, and I am here joined again by my girlfriend, Gabriella. Hi, Gabby. Hello. Hi. What's going on? Nothing's going on. I'm just buzzing to jump into the next round of Swift Gron. Yeah. So when we last left off, Taylor and Diana had just been spotted at... The Hunger Games movie premiere, and we jumped into a little everything has changed analysis because everything has changed perhaps references that event with the pouring rain because it did rain that day. Also worth noting, it was a Sunday matinee as mentioned in the one. So fun stuff. And our first real chunk of Swift Ground analysis, we're in what I like to call the Swift Ground Spring, Swift Ground Prime. Gabby, how are you feeling about Swift Ground at this point? I am a believer. More so than when we started? Yeah, definitely. When we started, I think I gave them like a three out of 10 likeliness. I would push it to six right now. Okay, well, let's get into the timeline. It is March 28th, and Diana makes a couple interesting tweets. She tweets about how she's feeling grateful. She says, show up for yourself today. What are you grateful for? And then she tweets, inspired by lovelies, not afraid to make lists or be happy. And she tags some people. She tags someone named Georgie, who I'm not sure who that is. Someone named Painty Hands, who do you know about Painty Hands? No. So Painty Hands was actually this girl who was a dancer on the Glee Live tour. And everybody thought she and Diana had something going on. Oh, interesting. Okay. So she was the bane of all the Ashell shippers, right? Because that's when, you know, Diana and Leah are supposed to have something going on. But Diana was very flirty with this painty hands girl. So that's a little bit of old school glee lore for you. But I, yeah, they might have just been friends, right? Diana's flirty with everybody. She's she's just like that. She tags Ashley Avignon. Uh, shout out, Ashley, come on the pod. We love you. Mm-hmm. And she tags Taylor. And on her list, do you see this cute little list she's written out? Yeah. Do you like that stationery? Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, it's got these little flowers on it. Love me some stationery. Yeah. So it says Diana Agron at the top. It's her personal stationery. And she writes, today I am grateful for my heart, which is open, open, <laughs> underlined twice, exclamation point. Puppy kisses, even as I write this. I assume she's getting kisses from a puppy, but like, Okay, my friends and family, the L.A. sunshine, new changes and excitement unfolding. My talks with Georgie and Nathaniel, whoever Nathaniel is. I assume Georgie is the person tagged. And what's the last one, Gabby? Ashley forcing me to go to Pilates. Soar! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. So like what we're learning now is Diana could not have been being like a sociopath and torturing Taylor. She's far too big a dork for that kind of behavior. But here's what's interesting. Ashley gets mentioned. Georgie gets mentioned. These people that are tagged. Now, when she says new changes and excitement unfolding, what does that remind you of? Think of maybe a certain Taylor lyric. You're going to have to. Didn't it all seem new and exciting? Oh, I felt your arms twisting around me. Pretty oh. good. Pretty good, yeah, right? I guess twisting around me and then Diana's like unfolding. Oh, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, they're, they're unfolding. Yeah. Twisting around me, unfolding. Those things kind of go together. You are welcome for the Swift Grown analysis. Oh my God, brilliant Swift Grown analysis. <laughs> so Diana is talking about new and exciting things. And, and the first thing she's grateful for is her heart which is open and she is tag Taylor along with other friends. But like what on that list has to do with Taylor? Cause she's thankful for talks with Georgie. She's thankful for Ashley taking her to Pilates. Who's to say what she's thankful for painty hands, maybe like, you know, a quickie on the Glee live tour. I don't know, but what's she tagging Taylor for? Let's skip ahead a couple days to March 30th. She has dinner at Il Pasteo. I think is how you pronounce that. 
and she is having dinner with Taylor and Taylor's mother, Andrea. Now, how are you supposed to pronounce Andrea? Because somebody was coming for me for pronouncing it the way I do. Is it Andrea? Yeah, in England, we'd say Andrea. Okay, but also I think in a lot of America, they'd say Andrea too. Yeah. But I say Andrea. That makes it sound fancy. Kind of like it. Yeah, I don't know. That's just how I say it, guys. Sorry, I, you know, unless Andrea wants to contact me herself and tell me to pronounce it differently, I'm going to keep saying it that way. Anyway, Taylor goes out and meets some fans, gets papped a little bit, and Diana avoids being photographed. She maybe leaves out a back door or a side door, so she doesn't get spotted. She doesn't get pictured, but in this article, I think it's like a Just Jared or something, Notes that she was there. It says the 22-year-old musician ate alongside mom, Andrea, and good friend, Diana Agron. Not pictured. Now, what lyric does this maybe make you think of in Taylor's music? Same song we just discussed. Something about the back door? I'm not surprised that you would have the back door on your mind. Typical Gabby. But no, didn't they tell us don't rush into things? Okay, that makes a bit more sense. I'm not saying it's a slam cold dunk, like stone cold dunk lock of the week. I do think if Taylor is already like, oh, I need this girl to meet my mom and come have a private dinner with us. And she's all dressed up, by the way. She's got this total preppy anthropology sundress going. Um, You know, she's got her hair long and straight. She's really looking like her preppy Kennedy vibes have started. We are in the red era fashion wise. Love it. But I can totally see her being like, I want you to meet my mom and perhaps the feedback Taylor gets after this dinner, maybe even at the dinner or maybe like Andrea calls her later, but I can totally see them being like, don't rush into this. That is exactly what my mom says to me. Well, too bad for her. We rushed baby. (laughs) We rushed (laughs) and it worked out great. Let's see how it works out for Taylor and Diana. So, like I said, if their first date was the Hunger Games, which the Pouring Rain lyric and everything has changed makes me think it was, Diana was meeting Taylor's mother in less than a, less than a week later. Very, didn't they tell us, don't rush into things. Um, and that night, Diana is tweeting about someone with a great attitude and a funky spirit. She says, she tweets, she has a great attitude. She's got a funky spirit. You heard me. And she tags Naya Rivera, one of her good friends, and then Total, who I believe worked on glee i think this person was like a a a dance choreographer or a writer on glee something like that but they're a like glee fan fave i've recognized that handle so on march 31st it starts to get interesting what am i saying it's already been interesting but it's the kids choice awards and diana's house party so this guy named jimmy james just random civilian is tweeting at this guy named chris benz Now, Chris was friends with Diana, and this guy tweets at Chris, who must be a mutual friend of theirs, and says, I met some big stars hanging out with you today. Please come back to L.A. Everybody loves you, and I miss you. Shine on, superstar. And that same night, he also tags Taylor. He says, at Taylor Swift, I can't believe I met the beautiful, talented, and funny Taylor Swift. My life is not real right now. And then he tweets Diana. At Diana Agron, thank you for being such a beautiful and gracious host today. It was an honor to hang out in your lovely home. So you put all these tweets together and you realize Diana has thrown a house party after the Kids' Choice Awards and Taylor has gone there. Instead of any of the official like magazine parties or like agency parties that get thrown after this thing or any other big celeb like Selena's at the Kids' Choice Awards, Katy Perry's at the Kids' Choice Awards, um, they're all sitting together. Taylor takes Claire Winter as her date. She's also sitting with icon Sharpay Evans. We love to see that. Ashley Tisdale. So um, this is interesting because allegedly the Haler timeline has started now because this is when Taylor sees Harry dancing to what makes you beautiful or she's dancing around to what makes you beautiful. And that is why the liner note allegedly of I knew your trouble is when you saw me dancing because it's supposed to be about when Harry saw her dancing and they connected eyes during that performance and Taylor fell in love with him instantly. Well, Harry wouldn't fall in love with Taylor for Taylor's dancing. I've got to say that. Yeah. So uh, I, I have, I used to have the full performance up and now Paramount has copyright blocked it. So that's unfortunate, 
But I wrote notes, thank God. The camera pans over to Taylor five times with her dancing, freaking out, melting down. And I'm sorry, Gabby, you know me. You know I'm not big on saying, oh, it's PR. It's a beard. It's fake. It's any of that. Like, that's just not my go-to. Like, I try and first take things at face value because, like, celebs are real people, too. And they do have real relationships with other famous people. It does happen. But five times the camera pans over to her. It just feels like something's being set up. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. There are so many celebrities at that event. They could have panned to all different people every time. Right. So to keep going back to Taylor is a bit fishy. Right. So to me, this reads as a start of a possible PR romance. And like, I don't know about you guys, but I think Taylor was fake. And we'll talk more about that on this timeline. But this is a very generic start. What happens later this night is like Justin Bieber gives an interview and says Taylor like met Harry that night and was like horned up over him, like obsessed with him from the start, like talking about how in love she was with him and how cute he was backstage and like freaking out about it. She's doing that allegedly in front of Justin Bieber, who, by the way, she hates because he's already started like abusing and cheating on Selena Gomez, allegedly. So like. It just doesn't make sense to me. But what's important to me is however horned up she is over Harry Styles, she goes to Diana's house party that night. So you love to see that. Yeah, for sure. On April 1st, 2012, Taylor goes to the Academy of Country Music Awards in Las Vegas. She wins Entertainer of the Year. And one of the hosts, Blake Shelton, he's up there with Reba. Shout out to Reba. We love you. Come on the pod. Um, He suggests that she is dating Tim Tebow. And Taylor gives this goofy, you know, respond like sort of shrug like no I'm not and Ashley just smirks and looks away and raises her eyebrows it just looks like she thinks this is the dumbest thing she's ever seen so funny little moment there and then all the girls go to New York City together even though it appears as though Taylor has no work-related reason to be in New York City Diana is there to do some press for Glee so for the next few days April 8th I think maybe some on April 7th a lot of people see Taylor and Diana hanging out. So we have a tweet on April 8th spotted Emma Stone, Taylor Swift, and Diana Agron enjoying a late dinner at hashtag auto. Next day, we have Taylor Swift chilling with Diana Agron. I don't know what to do with myself. And then for all you hailer shippers, Bonnie B, shout out to Bonnie B, come on the pod, tweets. So One Direction never showed up to the Bowery Hotel, but Taylor Swift, Diana Agron, and Josh Groban, Josh Groban and Aziz Ansari were there. Hashtag the night is still young. So this is funny to me because this gets included on Hailer Master Post being like, well, Harry didn't show up that night, but like people thought they would. And it's sort of like, okay, if he didn't show up, that's not proof of your ship. And by the way, our girl is there with her. So, like, who do you think's fucking her in those hotel rooms? Because I don't think it's, you know, twink Harry Styles. At this point, he's fully twink still. Yeah, that is when most people fancied him the most, though, weirdly. I feel like that's when you fancied him the most. No, I was never a Harry girl until he grew up. Hit puberty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Taylor went for him before that puberty set in because she's a real... (laughs) She's a mess, okay? If you guys go back to Gabby's old videos... All it is is how bad she wants to be trapped on a desert island with Harry Styles, so. Listen, my heart was for Harry back then. Can I ask, were you like a Haler shipper? What'd you think of Haler? I didn't even know they existed. <sighs> like, when I listened to 1989, I just loved the album. I didn't know there was any storyline behind it. That's when I got fully into Taylor around 1989. Yeah. And it was just like my favorite album ever. Yeah. But I didn't relay it to anyone that's funny because you were a a one direction stand right i was yeah i don't know why i didn't know about taylor and harry i just didn't really pay attention to it i just thought harry was for me (laughs) right how could he be with taylor when he was your boyfriend exactly on april 9th 2012 we get tweets that taylor might be in nashville i think she probably is and diana stays behind in new york city and appears on the view now, this is important because it this is we're, we're in the time zone that Taylor writes, come back, be here. So come back, be here is about somebody who goes away to London without Taylor and somebody who goes away to New York City without Taylor. So if we can put Taylor in Nashville while Diana is still on The View, you know, I guess you're in New York today makes sense. Just important to mention that. And it, Taylor posts about recording Red 
on April 11th, 2012. And I, I think it, this is in her Nashville studio or house. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but she posts on Instagram, her playing the guitar and says recording the next album. So happy. And we get another tweet on April 12th. Taylor seems to still be in Nashville. This person tweets at Taylor. I'm in Nashville. You're in Nashville. Let's meet, please. Now I think that's a fan. And I'm not 100% sure. You guys look at this picture. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like I feel like maybe I read at some point, no, that's her New York apartment or studio or something. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she's in Nashville at this point. We've got some tweets seeming to suggest it, like people are seeing her out and about, and I don't know. So if this picture's in New York, sorry. But on April 12th, Diana goes on Jimmy Kimmel. Now, are you familiar with this event? Is this the one where she blows a kiss at Taylor? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm familiar. Ashley stays with her in New York and is backstage at Jimmy Kimmel with her. So that's fun to see. Now, can I just tell you real quick while we mentioned that the Brazilian Gleeks thought that Diana was with Ashley. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. But if you go to like old Brazilian, you know, Brazil has a huge fandom culture in general and they love pop music they love pop so like they had a really strong glee following in that country so it's just kind of interesting remember at the top of the series i was sort of saying like i just don't know i feel like fans get it wrong a lot of the time and like yes there's all these interesting events and occurrences but just because there's something that maybe suggests what you believe it doesn't mean there's not something going out on the peripheral. So I guess it's just sort of like, what if Diana was with Ashley? Like Ashley's staying with her. She goes everywhere with her. And by the way, Ashley and Diana really aren't friends anymore. Like they quit hanging out around the same time that Taylor and Diana quit hanging out. And you just have to wonder, like, was Diana Ashley's girlfriend and Ashley bringing her along to all these events and Taylor, you know, be hanging out with one of her besties partners, you know? I mean, you talk about the Bailey standard, don't you? Mm-hmm. Diana and Ashley are together a lot. Uh, yeah, I would say they meet the Bailey standard. They're spending time together. They're spending free time and work time together. They're working on projects together. Diana directed some like photography shoots that Ashley was in or Ashley, you know, is one of Diana's stylists. So they're like working on things together. And then they are interacting on social media. And there's all sorts of cute Avangrad moments. So they would definitely meet the Bailey standard. That said, we do have Taylor's music that seems to point to Diana. So yeah. not to go full Avangrad on you guys. Like, I'm not saying, oh, for sure, it was always Ashley. I'm just saying, eh, you know, some of Taylor's music could have been written, you know, as fanfic about Harry. And she wasn't really seeing anybody too intensely at that time. And maybe, you know, Diana's always around. And it just so happened that Harry and Diana have green eyes and similar interests, such as Polaroids and bad driving. And, um, you know, what if it worked out that it was, it, you know, Ashley and Diana were the couple. I'm not saying for sure, but I'm just saying, like, in your case, where you were being shipped with another sort of high profile person in your world, n- there wasn't really anything going on there. But. There was a whole illicit affair going on on the sidelines that nobody caught on to. So you you just never know, right? Yeah, for sure. You never know. And I mean, evidence does point towards it with them being together so often. Was Ashley doing Diana's fashion? In part. And for that, she should be in jail. Okay, well, she has got more of a reason to be with her then. Yes. Yeah. So actually, I think they're working together. So is that why she's staying behind? Because she's getting Diana ready for Jimmy picking out an outfit? Like, sure. But it's just kind of like, I think that that this goes to support my point at the top, which is the further I've gotten away from my Gaylor haze and my Swiftgron hyperfixation, the more I'm just like, I would bet so much money that Taylor's queer, but I don't know that I would bet a ton on any of the big ships, particularly Kaylor and Swiftron. And it's because of reasons like this. Like, what if Diana was just around because she was fucking Ashley? Or, you know, just because she was working with Ashley. You know, so it's just like when Diana and Ashley quit hanging out, Diana and Taylor quit hanging out. Or yeah, Diana and Taylor quit hanging out. So who's to say what's going on? But I digress. Jimmy gets cute 
on this episode of Jimmy Kimmel, and he brings up the love triangle between Diana Taylor and Tim Tebow. She denies anything is going on with Tim. He asks her if she's dating Taylor. Now, I actually asked Infy about this a long time ago, and he said Jimmy's not like a gossip. He's not like a bad, you know, he's not like a horrible guy that's like trying to embarrass a guest or like out somebody or anything. He's just teasing. So like if something was going on between Taylor and Diana, Jimmy's just like crazily tapped into some alternate universe of knowledge he's gone all amphrodite on us if you will i thought that celebrities got to pick their questions or like okayed every question before they went on i mean they're supposed to and like certainly your a plus listers your taylors and beyonce's they're not going to put up with stuff like that but diana's still i know she was famous at the time but she didn't have a lot of power and I think that kind of goes to show with like, I don't think she had great management. I don't think she had people taking good care of her because her career ended up being such a flop for a while. So yeah, like, that's true. And also it seems like that is not like a prerequisite question. So he asked her some questions about Glee. That's why she's there to promote it. I think he's asking her about the fucking car crash episode she's in. I'm not 100% sure. If he's just riffing, it's, you know, it's not like, I think when you go on a late night talk show, you're going to riff a little bit. So I don't think this was like a question Diana's team approved. I think it was sort of just something that he happened to say. Yeah. Anyway, but good point. So he asked her if she's dating Taylor. Diana says no. In what appears to be a brief split instance of surprise and panic, but she recovers very smoothly and plays it off as a joke. She quips, wouldn't that be juicy? Turns to the camera and blows a kiss before saying hi, Taylor. Now... I do want to include, this is not in the master post, but if you go back to the L chat and see them talking about this event. So Diana had an L chat thread and Taylor had an L chat thread by this point. And they're both getting commented on. Diana's is actually for Diana and Leah. So it sucks because Diana didn't have anybody just watching her to comment in that thread. You had to be talking about her and Leah and like a shell and like fucking Faberry. So the shell thread is a nightmare to find because people are posting Faberry fanfic updates every other minute. They're like, oh, this Fuberry, this Glee fanfic's been updated. And I'm like, girl, I'm here for the tea. I'm not here. Like, what is Diana doing? What is Leah doing? But it's it's just a mess. But um, the Taylor thread is a lot easier to follow. And they're very big on, you know, they called it Tayana at this point. How did we get Swiftron? I have always wondered that. Diana's fandom was very big on Gron everything. So mm. except for Rochelle, but like if you were talking about like they had like there was tumblers like dedicated to her abs and people would talk about, you know, hashtag abs gron, hashtag, you know, so any they would put gron on the end of everything. And I feel like I wonder if more of Diana's fandom came over to the Taylor side of things because it was obvious, seemed like something was going on, and they sort of brought that lingo with them. But for a while, it's Tayana, which is way cuter. Like you could name a cat Tayana. So anyway, Taylor's L chat thread makes a note that during this interview, which is not like you can't go find it anywhere. Like it, there's an in, this part of it is on YouTube and the like, hi, Taylor and the kiss blowing and him asking that. But there's a cut in the middle of it. And I think it's when she says, I have a boyfriend. Which is interesting because as far as I can tell, she's broken up with Sebastian Stan, who I don't know was, I don't really, I think they were just friends and doing a little mutual, you know, let's, you know, I think Sebastian might've had a, a guy he might've been seeing or something like whatever, Mm. believe what you want. But she says, I have a boyfriend. And as far as I can tell, Diana did not have any guy she was dating at this point in time. There's going to be something coming up in a minute, but like not right now. So you just have to wonder why does she need jerk and say that she's never had like an official boyfriend from this time that. So you wonder if she just said that as like a knee jerk to try and deny the rumors. That's something I would do when I was dating girls when I was younger. I would mm-hmm. be like, if anybody quizzed me about it, I'd be like, no, I've got a boyfriend. Actually, same. I had a beard in high school. <laughs> really? Yeah, he ended up being gay. But he was just my best friend at the time. And my little girlfriend at the time's mom maybe heard a rumor, got some, you know, got wind. And my girlfriend, she was like, oh, no, she's been seriously dating this guy for like years. And he had been my best friend for years. And we were really close. And we were just like, everybody knew we were always going to be around together, be obsessed with each other, you know. And yeah, so just interesting. As a closeted queer woman that is something that I would just say without even thinking it was like a panic response right so if she gets asked on national television to say that just kind of interesting 
So my conclusion for this time is Swiftcron is now traveling together. Diana and Taylor's friend groups have completely meshed. Taylor appears to go to New York simply to accompany Diana since Taylor had no work-related reason to be in the city that we know of. And the I guess you're in New York today part of Comeback Be Here to be written later this spring may have been inspired by this period where Taylor had to leave New York to work on Red while Diana had to stay in New York City for work. Also... Here's a cute little aside. Somebody remind me to make a TikTok about this. Sometime in the spring, Diana answers a question about Taylor on her You, Me, and Charlie blog. They say, from Kira, if you could do a Taylor Swift song on Glee, what one would it be and why? By the way, I think you're amazing. Smiley face. And Diana answers, not as amazing as you. I'd love to do ours. So that's really cute because ours is very much a soft people throw rocks at things that shine that is such that is a gay anthem like i don't know who it's really about but like the message of ours is like we will be together and it doesn't matter that people stare at us or that people throw rocks at us you know very gay also that's a deep cut that's a bonus track from speak now meanwhile miss carly Kloss, my favorite taylor song is love story yeah so is everybody else's you leave carly out of this carly could never carly probably has never even heard ours Okay, so the next event is very important in Swift Grand lore. Let me ask you, Gabby, have you ever heard of Shirley MacLaine's birthday party? I've heard of it purely because I've listened to your podcast, but can I remember a single thing about it? No. Okay, so it's April 23rd, 2012. Diana has just been in London. She tweets about when I, while I was overseas, my phone was not working. I miss the fact that I hit a million followers on Twitter. Thank you all. That's so sweet. Queen, influencer queen, social media mastermind. Magical moment from this weekend. I'm moving to the countryside. England does it right. She tweets that as well. So Diana's in London. I actually hadn't seen this noted on other like Swift Ground Master posts. She goes to London again later with Naya to promote Glee. But if you need Diana in London without Taylor for Come Back Be Here, we've already got her in London or at least England. And surely she was in London. You know, if you go to England, you fly to London. Just worth noting, April 23rd, Diana's gotten back to the States and she is made it to London. On April 24th, the weirdest thing ever happened. Taylor just pops down to the mall, got her iPod headphones in her in her ear, and she pops into Victoria's Secret shopping around for undies and bras. What is she doing there? Can you tell me? We all need underwear. Sure, but why doesn't Taylor Swift, international superstar, millionaire, have someone shopping for her underwear for herself? Maybe she wanted to be seen by Victoria's Secret because she wanted to open the Victoria's Secret show. Oh, so it's a Kayla event, is what you're telling me. Yes. She goes to Victoria's Secret to get Carly's attention. Yes. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad you've put that together for us. I worked and worked over this timeline and I thought, how can I make this all about Carly Kloss? And you know what? I missed that. So I'm glad we've got you here to do that. You're welcome. Thank you for that. No, I think she was picking out something saucy to wear because Diana's birthday is right around the corner. And also she's about to be hanging out with Diana a lot. So just Mm. interesting. I feel like most celebs of Taylor's stature should not go to Victoria's Secret they should like get a personal shopper to buy all their underwear like surely she does now so it's just funny and my theory's always been like maybe she was buying something for Diana to wear and so she couldn't get her personal shopper to do it for her because she'd have to give them a different size yeah Diana's got a rump on her so so have you (laughs) all right well it's not as nice as Diana's then things get interesting. There is this mysterious LChat insider that they called Shifty Face or the Alert Anon, and it tips off the thread, the Taylor Swift thread, that there is Swiftgron content on the way. On April 24th, they say, Diana and Taylor alert, Shifty Face. They always use that emoji. It was called the Shifty Face. And not long after that, we get pictures from Taylor, Diana, Ashley, and Claire. They are all together playing dress up and celebrating Shirley MacLaine's birthday For some reason. Now, Shirley MacLaine is an actress and Taylor would have gotten to know her by working with her on Valentine's Day a bit. I'm not even sure that they had scenes together, but they were both in the movie. And for some reason, Shirley's not there. It is her birthday, but she's not there. She's not in L.A. celebrating with these girls. Shirley's an older woman. They throw like a tea party, a formal tea to celebrate her. 
So they get all dressed up in flower crowns and cute pastel pink dresses and fancy long gloves. And they have dinner at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Take a look at these pictures. Rank their outfits. I mean, what do you think about how do you like the vibes of this? I like the vibes. Not sure on what Claire is wearing. Agreed. But but Ashley, Diana, and Taylor all met the brief, if you will. Yeah, they look really cute. They look really girly and like they're off for tea. Yeah, but they get a dessert that says happy birthday, Shirley McLean. Again, Shirley's not there. They just want an excuse to get dressed up and go out and have some fun. So they're at the Beverly Hills Hotel. So it's a night at the hotel. And look at this last picture. This is the famous Swift Ground picture. Taylor is looking away. Diana's looking away. It looks like Taylor's hand is holding a cardigan, but also suspiciously close to, speaking of rumps, a little close to Diana's. Why is Diana face planting a wall? Because she's a fucking loser. I think they just thought it was a look. It was an aesthetic they were trying to meet. It's one of my faves. And it is the iconic Swift Ground picture. And actually, if you scroll down a little, do you see this visual? This is a visual from the 1989 tour. Which, by the way, we're going to have to cover for 1989 week here in in October. We're going to have to do 1989 week. Yeah. So get ready for reviewing that tour. But um, Taylor has these flowers in her head and they sort of are visualized in her hair. And she turns her head to the side and the flowers are there. And when she turns her head to the side, gosh, doesn't it look like, you know, Diana with her head turned to the side in this photo? Yeah, it does, actually. Right. So kind of interesting. So according to El Chat, people who were keeping up with it, um, they get ready at Taylor's house and then they go to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Claire and Ashley, Taylor and Diana all like post or tweet about it. Claire Winter says always something to celebrate. Tonight it was Shirley. Ashley says, oh, yeah, no, just a regular Tuesday night. Diana says, had a long day and don't know what to celebrate later because you need a moment to be young. Find your moments. Diana has never spoken a normal sentence of English ever. And Taylor says, we dressed up full-time fancy and went out in celebration of Shirley McLean's birthday. And at this point, some of the L chat shippers start calling them the full-time fancy girls, which is cute. That is cute. We should dress up full-time fancy for something. Well, how are you going to dress up full-time fancy vibes? We'll, we'll get me a little pastel suit. Okay, but that's not the vibe here. They're rolling dresses. Ugh, fine. Maybe we'll get me a dress. <laughs> My little femme queen. (laughs) That's me. Then here's where it gets interesting. Diana tweets. This is at 2 a.m. that same night. 2 a.m. the 25th of April. So that's, you know, it was 24th of April. They're out at the hotel. They go back to Taylor's house. As we know, Taylor likes to be up late at night. So there you go. But Diana tweets, playing dress up, baking cookies, posting pictures on Twitter, dancing in the kitchen, and kissing this cat... At date me. And then she posts a picture of her kissing little baby Meredith. Who is date me? So date me was an account on Twitter that like people would tag. And I think it, they would respond and be like, yeah, you're dating. Or so, I don't really know. It was just an account on Twitter that would like seem to sort of interact with people and talk about their dating or their relationships. If, that seems know. like such a 2010s thing. It was very 2010s, right? Like, but why is Diana hanging out with all these girls, all these gal pals and tweeting at date me? Isn't she saying it about the cat as like a joke? Maybe, but kissing this cat, how else could you phrase that? You really want me to? <laughs> Gabby just made the best face. Yes, this is an explicit podcast. You can say it kissing this pussy i'm just saying now i actually don't think diana made meant that because she's i think she's a bit shy like she's a bit prude i don't think she was trying to be like yeah i'm eating that pussy tonight but and she's literally kissing the cat she's literally kissing the cat but by the way diana said that she had to move out of her apartment and leah's because she's deathly allergic to cats and leah got cats and now what is she doing so just a funny moment there kissing the cat she's kissed many cats like, I mean, literally, I'm not trying to be cute. Like, there's pictures of Diana with her face up in cats' businesses several times, but I digress. Now, what does all this make you think of when you think of Taylor lyrics? Dancing in the kitchen. Let's look at, because they don't know about the night in the hotel. 
They weren't riding in the car when we both fell. Didn't read the note on the Polaroid picture. They don't know how much I miss her. So they don't know about the night in the hotel. Let's talk about, but don't forget about the night out in LA. Danced in the kitchen, chased me down through the hallway. Literally, this is a night in the hotel, a night out the Beverly Hills Hotel, a night out in LA, playing dress up, baking cookies, posting pictures on Twitter, dancing in the kitchen. And if we're going to do a full the very first night analysis, which I think is some of the best proof of Swift Gron, we're going to get to a point in the timeline where Diana goes off to Paris for a little while. And of course, the very first night, like it's kind of it's a song about like, I wish I could fly, pick you up and we go back in time. You know, I miss you. I miss you like it was the very first night. And so it goes every weekend, the same party. I never go alone. So I don't seem brokenhearted. So she's like, she's maybe a bit brokenhearted as she writes about this, writes this song and reminisces. But the only problem that she has with the muse of this song is they don't know how much I miss you. It's not, you broke my heart. You, well, I actually did say we broke the status quo and we broke each other's hearts. First of all, how does Harry Styles, this is supposed to be about Harry. How does, how did they break the status quo? Oh, two cishet, presumably white, you know, presumably cishet white millionaires are not breaking any status quo. Um, except maybe that he's like basically underage at this point, but that's not a status quo. I think Taylor wants to break. This person didn't like cheat on her or do her wrong or fuck her over the only problem is like i wish i could fly so i could come see you like i could come get you she misses them the problem is she misses them so when we're gonna we're gonna get to a point in the timeline where diana goes to paris and taylor can't go with her diana's going to film a movie called the family and taylor can't go with her she's got to stay and promote red and finish red so you know if you want a time in the timeline where like taylor has been kind of taken away from the muse of this song somebody they spent time in a hotel with new york city and the beverly hills hotel this could reference that as well um danced in the kitchen diana literally said we're dancing in the kitchen baking cookies all that stuff a classic taylor night and um the night out in la you know the night out in la we went out in la and then we came back to my place and we danced in the kitchen this is literally what's happening in that song and later in the timeline, we get Diana going off to Paris. So presumably there's some kind of break there because they can't spend any time together. They don't know how much I miss you. The other thing about this muse, everybody knew about Taylor and Harry Styles. Justin Bieber is giving interviews. We're going to get to this interview that Justin gives where he's like, Taylor's obsessed with Harry. Everybody knew something was going on between them. But this muse is secret. They don't know about the night in the hotel. They don't know how much I miss you. It's a secret. I I never go alone to parties, so I so I don't seem brokenhearted. It's a secret that Taylor's kind of been taken away from this muse and misses them. I think the very first night is really good Swift Gron content. These explicit re- references to the night out in L.A., dancing in the kitchen, the night in the hotel. This could all come back to Shirley MacLaine's birthday night. And it's quite clear that Taylor either originally wrote her instead of you and was made to change it or she's implying that it's her because of the rhyming and everything can i ask has she done the very first night on tour yet i think she might have yeah oh no she hasn't and i think no i remember seeing something she hasn't and i bet it's because the whole crowd would just shout her yeah as far as i can tell she hasn't done it yet and i think i kind of wonder if we'll if she'll say her I think the crowd will say her. I think the crowd will too. It should be her. It really should. When I first listened to that song, I thought she was going to say it. And I was like, oh my God, is this her coming out song? Yeah. And it's just like, I've seen some people try to argue that Taylor's like a a master of near rhymes or slant rhymes. And she is, but she slant rhymes on consonants. She likes to rhyme her vowel sounds and slant rhyme on consonants. So like a good example of a slant rhyme on consonants is like dancing in the kitchen, sacred new religion. So like the kitsch, like the ch sound doesn't rhyme with relit, lit sound. Mm. But what brings those two words together is kitchen, relit, kit, lit. So the vowel sound of it, the I sound, whatever you want to call it, um, remains. So like Taylor never would rhyme you you know you with picture mm. she rhymes she likes to rhyme on vowel sounds and she goes for slant rhymes on consonant sounds which is funny because that's kind of how i write too when i do write i'm oh as good God. a writer as taylor swift is what i'm trying to say just kidding you, 
absolute phenomenon. That's me. So anyway, there's a little, the very first night analysis for you. The next day, Diana gets up at 9.06 a.m., even though she was up so late. I think because she, she had work, but um, it's April 25th. At 9.06 a.m., Diana tweets, let's dance. But Taylor doesn't get up till 1 p.m. the next day. She posts to Instagram, made buckwheat crepes this morning, and by morning, I mean 1 p.m. when I woke up. In this post, she takes a shot of her iPod, which is playing the song Screaming Infidelities by Joanna, which is a cover of a, I think, like, The Fray or one of those bands. Sorry, if I'm Dashboard Confessional, maybe. And I think it's, like, allegedly maybe a song about someone cheating on her. And it's supposed to be, like, a cheeky reference to Harry, like, kissing some friend of theirs on the cheek. But, like, and that hitting the press. And later she comes back and sort of says, like, that's why she and Harry broke up the first time. And it's so funny. I love that she and Harry have been dating for two weeks at this point, by the way, and have never been seen together. Yeah, that's such a good point. Where is he? Where is Harry? He's with Louis. Right. Well, okay, let's not. <laughs> no, he's joke. not. He's probably with Nick Grimshaw, uh, but, you know, the T is the T. But I just think she probably liked the song. And, of course, she loves a woman cover covering a man's song. Iconic. I really like Taylor's Kettle. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we should oh, get Oh, that's one. like old school. Mm. Of course she has that. So my conclusion for this night is that SwiftCon is like on like Donkey Kong. Somebody might be leaking info to the elf chat with the shifty eyed Anon. We'll talk more about them. Like, were they just somebody who paid really close attention to like Twitter and could figure out things were happening before? Or were they an actual insider? Eh, who knows? But shifty face alert Anon is like a fun bit of fandom lore. I don't read too much into the song Taylor posted, but she's written to it. She's listening to a song written and originally sung by a man, but the version she's listening to is a cover by a woman. Eh, does that mean something? Eh, probably not. But so next on the timeline, and you've got to see why I'm calling the Swift Ground Prime. Like it's just like, bam, iconic Swift Ground event, bam, after iconic Swift Ground event. We'll love to see it. It's Diana's 26th birthday. So on April 26, 2012, Taylor has lunch with Liz. So that's the first Taylor's action we've gotten in a while. Don't know that mean that means anything. They've got a couple other friends with them, but you know, whatever. Taylor looks really cute. Yeah, you like her little flannel she's got on? Yeah, she's got a red flannel, sunglasses, her fringe down, but her hair up, her bangs down, sorry. She looks really cute. I like this vibe. I love her fashion this era. This is my favorite mm-hmm. fashion of hers. Like to me, it's just like so it's just it's all stuff i would wear maybe it's not yeah, some yeah. of the femmer looks although if i was in like a femme era yes like sundresses and stuff when i'm in a femme era i will wear that but like i just like all her clothes in this era. one thing about cam is she is a low-key preppy girl <laughs> i am i really if am. you were if you were super femme you would be in those tiny little sundresses every day for sure um, I love anthropology, so I definitely would be. I have some analysis written in here about like Liz. I, I don't know if, you know, you guys know my thoughts on Taylor's now, but whatever's going on, Taylor's seeing a friend for lunch. Not nothing. I don't think it's really anything worth noting. On April 28th, 2012, um, sometime this afternoon, Taylor posts a picture to Instagram. She has cooked up some kind of salmon and rice meal for a friend, I think. And part of it, you can see a picture of Taylor. You can see, first of all, her lips are looking so luscious in this picture. They are. And she's also wearing the same flannel again. So that was clearly her little favorite outfit. Or maybe she just took those pictures the day before. But I will say, in the pictures of her at lunch with the flannel on, she doesn't have the scissor necklace on. But now, when she's cooking this dinner for some friends, it looks like, she has got scissors, the scissor necklace on. Can I just say, looking at Taylor cooking, I'm going to spill a little tea. Usually I reserve this for the Patreon, but you know what I've heard? That she can't cook. Yeah, that at least that her cookies taste like ass, that she's not a good baker. Poor little Taylor. I know. I just think the problem is, is like when you're that famous, beautiful and successful, nobody's ever going to tell you, oh, your cooking tastes like shit. Nobody is going to go try one of Taylor Swift's famous cookies and be like, that is rank. And everybody like, oh, what is this? So kind of funny. That said, maybe she maybe she's not a good baker, but maybe she is a good cook. I find sometimes cooking is easier than baking. And the salmon does look nice. The salmon does look nice. 
Yeah. So it is the 28th. Now I guess Taylor, I think she actually maybe does this for lunch or it's something she did the day before because the 28th is the night of Diana's circus themed birthday party. Um, It's a joint birthday party with a couple other members of the Glee cast. I believe it's Harry Shum's birthday. Of course, Taylor went as a cat. Yeah. So it's a dress up party. It's circus themed. And just after midnight on April 29th, Uh, we get some photos from the girls. And by the way, the little secret shifty face alert Anon is back on the L chat saying Diana and Taylor alert. And not long after that, we get photos of the girls. So we get all these fabulous pictures of Diana and Taylor and all their friends. Um, Taylor's dressed up as a cat and Claire Winters actually, I think dressed up as a like lion tamer. Diana's just dressed up as like a, a circus lady. Um, and, but Taylor's got a leash on, so that's kind of funny and everybody just looks fabulous. I love all these pictures. I love the vibes and we do get like some iconic pictures of like the full-time fancy girls, if you will. And I don't know. What do you think about everybody's outfits? Don't like Diana's love Taylor's (laughs) Taylor looks really cute. Uh I love Claire's as well. The lion tamer. I can't really see Ashley's. Yeah, I don't know what's Ashley got on. I'm not sure, but Diana's is a bit shit. I, I like her makeup and her feather she's got in her hair. Yeah, it looks homemade. Well, I don't know what you want from her. It's not the fucking Met Gala. I know, but she's got a bit of money at this point. Yeah, it is a birthday party. Like, you should, you know, go for it, Diana. You're the star of this event. But it should be noting that diana invites her guests to sign her bathroom door now she has always done this like i think she always had like a this downstairs bathroom in her basement at her first la house i believe um she invite she said sign the walls sign the door so somebody posted a picture of the door and people noticed that there is something written on the door it says i'm a little kitten and i need to nurse because i'm a runt and i'm likely to fall victim to predators so people say taylor's dressed up as a cat so she wrote that that night um needing to nurse like okay you know she wants has anyone compared taylor's handwriting i don't think it looks unlike taylor's handwriting um i think it could be something she wrote yeah But then again, is she just writing that because she's trying to be funny and, you know, make a bit of a silly joke because she's dressed up as a cat or because she wants to suck on Diana's titties? Which do you think? Oh, she needs milk, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Um, Yeah. So bit of a perverted joke on Taylor's part, maybe. Uh, Of course, we don't even know for sure Taylor wrote it, but I think it kind of looks like her handwriting. I don't know. You know, it could be her. The Um, fact that there is actually a little drawing of a cat makes me think that Taylor wrote it because I am as well a cat lady and I draw cats whenever I reference a cat. There you go. So um, Taylor may have very well may have written that. Now, the problem is left a note on the door with a joke we'd made. That lyric, as we know, thanks to the Lover Dars, was already written. So it's holy ground about Diana. Now, later that night, We Love Swift Gron trends on Twitter. So this is when Swift Gron, I think, becomes the name. And I think it's probably because it's Diana's birthday. Leah is not there, which is crazy. If you look, remember back in the timeline, all they did was hang out and talk to each other on Twitter. And now Leah's not even at her birthday party. While meanwhile, Harry Shum, some other of the Glee cast is there. So it seems like maybe there's been a falling out, but I think a lot of Diana's fandom said, okay, Leah's not around. Now, listen, some of them, there are people who still ship a shell to this day. Like they think Leah's baby is Diana's, like, I don't know. But some of Diana's like more hinged fandom said, well, Leah's not around. Swift Gron. And I feel like maybe they brought the Gron into the name and it happens at Diana's birthday when Taylor is there. You know, everybody sort of noticed and starts tweeting about it. Trends on Twitter. Everybody calls it right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And Harry Shum tweets about how it was great to finally meet Taylor at Taylor Swift. Great to finally meet you. I have some great circus pics from the party. And the next day, Taylor shows up, is headed out to dinner, and she might have a scratch on her back and a little love bite on her neck. What do you think? I think... The scratch on her back doesn't look like a scratch. I think it just looks like when you've been sat and you've been pressed against something. 
you know, it leaves we, a little mark. We looked up the chairs at the restaurant she was at because we thought that as well. And that none of the chairs had like any an, an iron bar or any part of it that would have caused that mark. So okay. try again. Okay. <laughs> Take this sass away, please. <laughs> um, I'm not really seeing the love bite. Oh, it come looks like on. she just scratched her neck. All right. Well, Gabby's not a believer, but they're there. So I got to mention them. And Diana's happy and emotional over the next day. She tweets heart swelling. I actually think that's because her fandom raised a bunch of money for charity in her name for her birthday. Oh, that's nice. But her heart swelling for some reason or another. Seems like after this birthday party, Swift Run's on and having a blast. Yeah, I agree with that. I think all evidence points towards them like where is harry right now harry styles yeah so harry's off touring and has not been spotted with taylor like once i think i might have skipped it in the timeline but allegedly they like go to a pool party at justin bieber's house not long after they meet and but there's no pictures and justin just gives an interview about it and it just feels Mm. so fake and planted yeah, Hayla, I would be very shocked if that was a real thing. That is something that I just believe was. Can I PR. just say, I hate that they already did it because I would love Hayla present day. That would actually be great. Harry's an adult now and he has I like... I think Taylor's a lot more fun now as well and mm-hmm. a lot less uptight. So I feel like they would actually have some fun pictures together and stuff. Yeah, they would look good together. Remember those pap walks we got with Taddy? I yeah. would love Harry and Taylor coming out of Electric Lady Studios, looking New York, King and Queen of Pop. I'd love that now. But it's so goofy when he's like a child and she's a full adult woman, you know? Yeah, the vibes just aren't there. No, it's they're really not. So, well, we've crashed through another hour of the timeline. I feel like we've got a couple more to go. Who knows how long the series is going to end up? We're going to keep bringing it to you guys. Um Gabby, as always, thank you for joining me. Uh, Guys, go check out Stay at Home Girlfriends, wherever you get your podcasts. That's our new podcast. Where we give advice. Or at least we try. And of course, um, you know, go follow Gabby on Instagram at Gabriella. Go follow me on Instagram at what I will say and at the Cameron Gray. Uh, Whatever, like go check out my shit. Go check out our shit. Um, We'll be back to you. On the Patreon, we've got lots of content this week. We'll be back to you soon with another of the Swift Ground Timeline episodes. Happy Listener Appreciation Week. We appreciate you guys so much. And with all that said, everybody stay safe in 2023. Please get registered to vote in 2023. And gaslight, gatekeep, and girl boss immediately. Right the fuck now. Bye, everybody. Bye.